Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Mankind. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Hello, Bemmers. Uh, Darkseid's couch today is covered in nipples because we're going cosmic. I'm Mike. This is James. I'm Shay. Uh, old comics told us to read this run of Quasar, mm-hmm. and it didn't disappoint. Are we on the same page? Did we all enjoy this? I thought this book was insane, and finally, a com- superhero comic book addresses everything I say when we read comic books. Interesting. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I will. Here's what I'll say. Um, I didn't know anything about Quasar. I'd seen him before. I didn't really know anything. Um, I enjoyed the book Quasar very much. The character of Quasar really let me down. He's like a, a Green Lantern with Superman's color scheme. He he. First of all, he looks like He Man. Yeah. Um, and I I assumed based on his name and his general look that he was like a cosmic space guy, like he was Captain Marvel or or Adam Warlock or something. And instead, he's just like this dude with like bracelets and like a WCW belt. Yeah, and he has a job. And he has a job, and he's not particularly good at it. Like, yeah. Why is he? Why does he have a fucking job for? Yeah. So yeah, I I was very let down. This was not the guy that I thought we were we were getting. But maybe maybe goes to space eventually. He I guess he does. Well, he's an interterrestrial uh, investigator. I guess. I don't know what that means. I like to make up job titles too. Yeah. Well, he he does mention at one point that he's self-employed, so like he can sleep four hours, like sleep in an extra four hours and everything. Like, yeah, I think you're just making up an excuse to be lazy. His costume really showcases his ass. I mean, he wasn't lazy. He was busy the night before, as I we'll see. Yes. I mean, Spider-Man doesn't oversleep. Yeah, he does. I was counting on that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe he does. He I was going to say Peter Parker up. doesn't oversleep. Okay. You want to you want to stick okay. by that? Matt Murdock doesn't oversleep and he's blind. You think he's ever late for court? No. I don't yes. Think, uh, with his super senses, I doubt he ever sleeps. Yeah, yeah, he's just in constant agony all the time from just nonstop stimuli. Yeah, I uh, bet. Actually, if I were Daredevil, I'd, I guess I'd have to sleep in one of those like Joe Rogan uh, sensory deprivation tanks. That's what they did in uh, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Did he really? Yeah, that was a that was a thing he did. Did I just write the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie? Yeah, yep. you did. That's wow. how least, fucking easy it is. At least the scene, that particular scene, because it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you have that? I can't believe I called that. Which makes me wonder, what did he do before that? Yeah, because he didn't have that as a child. Well, he he wasn't hit until he was a child with the the Ninja Turtle ooze. Yeah, but when he was finally a lawyer enough to afford a sensory deprivation. (laughs) Sensory deprivation. I got tank money now. (laughs) Yeah, what did he do before that? How did he study with all that noise? Because he was just in hell. Yeah, life was hell. Superman's kind of like that, too. No wonder he beats people up. Yeah, and he's blind. It's just what, just an awful life for Daredevil. He's not really blind. He's, he's been like, it? he's been lying. Well, he has his abilities that make allow him to see. He sees like in like vector graphics. Like he doesn't actually see. He sees like he's playing game like PC games from the eighties. That's not. Oh, the same I see. Thing. I like echolocation. Echolocation. Uh, and but we don't like know. But, but we can't comprehend what echolocation is. It's not like you see echolocation. I don't know, man. All those dolphins seem pretty happy with it, I gotta admit. It's just a sense we can't them. perceive. Yeah. Aren't there um, a lot of stories about people figuring it out, though? Like blind people that end up using something like that? So Not to that degree. Yeah, yeah, not to the daredevil degree. But there was a story about um, an Oliver Sacks story. I have a book of Oliver Sacks stories. And he uh, meant a guy who all his life had been blind. And he was like... 70 years old 60 whatever he was getting married finally late in life and did you uh, just say he was seven years old six years no, old he's he was, getting he married was 60 70 years old oh come on context <laughs> i thought you said that too no okay right, fine, fine. i was like damn um, your it'll, views it'll sound, are weird <laughs> it'll sound fine in the edit but uh they they Thank realized God. that he uh, actually wasn't blind he just had a massive cataract blocking his eyes so mm-hmm. they removed him and all of a sudden he could see and it was hell and he asked them to like formally blind him because he couldn't live with the with all the sensory perception he looked at his wife well he couldn't look at his like because it didn't he didn't understand like if you've never seen anything before you can't fathom how a person looks different 
like if the light's slightly different, if they turn their head, if their mouth opens, like they look like a totally different person constantly. Well, it's like they're constantly shifting. Yeah, you got to remember too, if you've never seen something before, their brain and their thoughts are not processing in yeah. images that are going to be the same as when they open their eyes. So it literally is like wake, like opening your eyes and seeing, holy fuck, it's like you're in not heaven necessarily, but someplace you've never, ever, ever been before. And you're there forever. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I need some new stimuli at this point. I'm getting a little right? bored. I want the echolocation or telepathy. Jesus, I should be. I'm the last person in the world who should probably have telepathy. I want these absorbing man powers. Like this guy, I've always had a soft spot for absorbing man. What would you absorb? Uh, dirty diapers. Ooh, no. What the hell? You'd fight Supergirl. I just, I'm just, I'm just looking for any, any. Yes, I'd fight Supergirl as a uh, poo, poo man, whatever he was. Yeah, no, I'm just looking for excuses to hit this. I would absorb. I would, oh, oh. <laughs> I would I would I would run up and give the rock a big hug. Yeah, yeah, just absorb. Well, you I don't think you'd absorb the rock, you'd absorb human flesh which you already have. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, you got to go hug a rock. Yeah, and then you become a rock and then you're uh not sentient and that's the end of your existence. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens to absorbing man in this comic. He just he finds out he can absorb things, grabs a, a rock and ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the end. Yeah, well, not quite, but, but pretty close. Pretty close, actually. It's yeah, kind, it kind of okay. works. It wouldn't um, he just essentially be Ben Grimm. Yeah, right. Look how miserable that sad yeah, bitch I mean, is. Yeah, we've we've covered how much that life sucks. Yeah. Oh my god, what this a low, weird. Some low cards dealt to him. With this weird cone spike penis. <sighs> yeah, his secondary mutation. Oh my god. Ooh. Disastrous. It's like a badger's claw. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so, yeah, this is Quasar Issue 5 from 1989, a book called The Absorption Principle, written by the late, great Mark Grinwald. I, same as uh, last week. I guess I'm just a big Mark Grinwald guy, I guess. Just into yeah, him. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, art by Paul Ryan, not that Paul Ryan, and no. Dan Bulanati. Not the guy who all the Rage Against the Machine songs are written about. I mean, it could be. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe he had a career change in the late 90s, in the late 80s. I'm um, cool now. <laughs> yeah, this was a request from Old Comics on Twitter. Suggest, suggested we take a look at an issue of Quasar from the Mark Grunwald uh, run. He wrote almost the entire 60-issue run. So I was just looking through the issues and trying to pick one. And we have a longstanding rule around here that I just made up. Uh, if we have an excuse to read a comic with a Stingray appearance, we do it. Yep, we do. Yep, this is the official Stingray Restoration Society. If you don't know who Stingray is, you can go back to episode 99, uh, where we covered Avengers number 319, where we all first learned about him, and follow that up with episode 126, Marvel 2-in-1 number 65, where Stingray hooks up with a thing, and their couple name is Thingray. I think it's that's pretty fu- It's pretty funny that it was Marvel team-up starring, starring the thing, right? And- yeah. But they Marvel gave top one. they gave uh, top billing to Trigun, even though most of the book was about Stingray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just knew they couldn't put that sad motherfucker on the cover. They just can't get him over. Cannot get Stingray over. I'm gonna um, put old shovel. F- it's gonna be the thing and Stingray on their adventure. No one's gonna give a shit about that shovel face. Make a Trigun. He looks like the creature from the Black Lagoon. That'll scare the kids. It is worth noting that Stingray looks like he has a shovel or a limp penis on his head. That's right. And I don't know what he was thinking. Well, he is kind of a limp penis. <laughs> yes. Um, so Stingray is uh, has a guest appearance in this book that we'll see. He's right off the top of it. And mm-hmm. he's sort of like, he's like a sometime superhero. He's an oceanographer. We usually call him a marine, marine biologist. And I think he's actually even a step below that. He's just an oceanographer, right? Yep. Um, is that a and, below uh, step? I, it seems like it, up. doesn't it? Let's look it up. Let's okay. look up what an oceanographer does and what a marine biologist does. Well, I think well, a marine biologist. Marine biologists, actually... yeah. They, they study marine biology. There so there, what does the an oceanographer do? They study the physical conditions and processes of the ocean. That's I like... Mean, that's even better than uh, a marine biologist because the yeah. marine bio is in the ocean. Well, let's yeah. Uh, the oceanographer's info affects the marine biology. That's right. right. Well, Stingray is actually really impressive. Well, let's evaluate this based on the only metric that matters, which makes more money. So oh, the oceanographer uh, yeah, right. yeah. makes uh, the average wage for oceanographers is seventy-eight k, seventy-eight thousand dollars, right? Uh-huh. The uh, marine biologist. Oh, it's a wider swath, so they can make a. Looks like between like twenty five and about a hundred k. 
Wow, it doesn't look like it's very profitable to be a marine biologist. Yeah, uh, no. ZipRecruiter says it's as much as 34000 Wow. Oh my God! For you better love. You better love marine bio. Why was George Costanza pretending to be one? I don't know. It's not impressive. No. Did he know a lot of stuff about whales. I think. Uh, I think he also uh, was uh, wanted to be an architect. He very much wanted to pretend to be an architect. Yes. And no. They he, make money. He didn't want to be a, a marine. He didn't want to be a marine biologist. He just wanted people to think he was a marine biologist because it sounded respectable. And then he had to fish a golf ball out of a dolphin's uh, spout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That show was great. It was a great time. So, uh, should we explain who Quasar is? Uh, I think we already did. Well, yeah, yeah. So he's got these energy bands. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Because he's, he's he dresses like a workout lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he does have an 80s, and uh, like an 80s uh, aerobics aesthetic with a cape. Yes. And he's got armbands, and those are his powers, like... I tell Pretty you much. Thing, he can't take his armbands off. He can only bend the light to make it look like they're not on his body. What if he, What if uh, Quasar is based off of uh, the writer's uh, cardio coach? Um, well, I will say uh, he was ranked as the 36th best Avenger in IGN's list of the top 50 Avengers. And so. what was Stingray in? Where, where did he even make the list? St- uh, yeah, you know what? I don't think he made it. Moon Knight was 49. Ooh, Moon Knight's so, way better than Quasar. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that ranking at all. I don't agree with that. I will say, though, speaking of uh, being uh, depicted as looking like somebody else, uh, Mark Grenwald, who wrote this book, uh, he died young of a heart attack uh, in Aww. his early 40s. Uh, they actually thought he was playing a prank because he was famous for his, his pranks. Um Aww. But his his last well, I'll say two things about that that are kind of nice is his his last wishes were to have uh, his ashes mixed with ink used to print a comic book, and so his ashes are in the first printing of the trade of Squadron Supreme. So oh, if you have the rad. first printing of that, you got a little bit of Greenwald in you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and, yeah. And the other thing is, uh, since he was kind of Marvel's continuity expert, he uh, uh, Owen Wilson's character in the Loki show for the time whatever agency or whatever is based on his physical appearance. Oh, rad. So so he he got he definitely got a little bit of a shout out. I'm sure his estate got no money for any of this, but nope. At least got a little bit of a shout out. So That's our money. Fruit basket. Uh-huh. Yeah, that fruit basket. Um all right, fine. I will say Quasar is absolutely fine with that mullet. No apologies on that mullet. Nope, he's, looks great. He's, he's he's totally good with it. Okay. And he's he's fighting uh, the absorbing man and the absorbing man is uh black but covered in uh orange nipples yes so as we'll find out i had no idea what was going on in the cover but as we find out he absorbed uh quasar's bracelets and basically became one giant uh jewel bracelet yeah yeah Yeah. i like the i don't know why i like the absorbing man he's just a dumb he's just a dumb shirtless dude who carries around a ball and chain Mm -hmm. and i i don't know why but i just i find him charming it sounds like you like white trash husbands yeah hey oh all right Sure, why that's something to be ashamed. Nothing wrong with that dude. He's all his chest is all hairy. Because it's not. It's insulting to say ball and chain. He's he's back from bowling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He still didn't wear. He didn't wear a shirt at the lanes. He never wore a shirt. And he's really enjoying the dinner you made him. Yeah. Okay. The absorption principle. So uh, we open up, and Quasar has been tag teamed with Stingray to clean up some mess. I guess uh, their house was destroyed yeah, because of various issues. And uh, they decide to call in everyone who thinks they're not too good to do this. <laughs> yeah, so I guess Quasar and Stingray are on the same like D-list Avengers team. Despite Quasar being a god. Yeah, he has a body of pure quantum energy, I guess. He's but, like Booster Gold. Uh, in what way? In that he's like, kind of a like loser he, he, who could be a god? Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a loser who could be a god. Yeah, yeah. Well, so so could the absorbing man. Well, we'll get to that. He could also be a god if he was playing his cards yeah. better. I guess if he could touch a god. <gasps> How about yeah. that? Like if he touched a like a uh, personified god within the Marvel universe, would he gain physical powers? Like you said, like a like a body, or would he gain god powers? I don't know how that would work. I would assume physical powers. Speaking of uh, this. Uh... The Squadron Supreme, Quasar's powers are pretty much uh, well, the Doctor Spectrum. If you yeah. ever read that book, <laughs> just want to note that you read it. Awesome. <laughs> I can recognize characters from stories. I know things too. I was born with my eyesight. <laughs> I can make sense of pictures and 
Faces and lighting. Look at me navigate three dimensions with my eyes. In this book, uh, Stingray and Quasar are uh, retrieving all the things that got destroyed and sunk underwater when some villains destroyed this, like, Avengers Island headquarters. So he's picking up all the trash and bringing it onto a barge because they don't want to pollute. And we see that Quasar's cape is also a really good towel. Yeah, yeah, that probably dries super fast. I think, like, think like one of the guys runs up and goes, Quasar, here you go, bud. I got you a towel since you were underwater. He goes, no thanks, guys. I have this towel-like cape. And then he shakes like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what a hero. <laughs> what a good guy. What a good boy that is. What's a headband for? <laughs> it's just a black stripe on your head. It's so people can't recognize me in my civilian identity. It's like storming, and they're like yelling this at each other <laughs> over the storm. They're filming the deadliest catch and asking about their head accessories. It's 1986. I just thought that the black headband would look good with the costume. Oh, I see. But it's 89, and he doesn't realize he's a little behind the times. He's just like Black Canary. Yeah, yeah. It's 89. I bet that barge uh, captain really wants to go see uh, the first Batman movie. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably why they had an issue. Like He wasn't paying attention. Yeah. He was thinking he's watching that Batman trailer. How much later is this project going to be? It's going to be a few more hours. I want to see the Batman movie. Oh, me too. Yeah. So they, uh, they work for a while overnight, Quasar and Stingray, and they eventually give up because this is a stupid task. Because both of them are just like, hey, man, it's getting late, and we have to go to sleep to get to our jobs, because I am an oceanographer, and you own a company? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he owns a business that, that has zero clients, as we'll see. So yeah, because he's not... a big, fat zero. He kind of is. Um, Stupid so headband. It's weird that they team because we saw Stingray slightly after this. We read an issue with him slightly after, and Quasar's not around anymore, and it makes me wonder, like, which one of these outgrew the other one? I think it would have been way cooler if Stingray always kept his mask on and never talked. Like steak eyes. Yeah, it is disappointing when he opens his mouth. Right? Wouldn't it be way cooler if he just thumbs up to everything? He goes, he's an oceanographer and he never fucking talks. Well, <laughs> and we see how that works out because at one point, uh, a Quasar is kind of opining the situation. And then Stingray starts to try to commiserate with it and say, yeah, I used to be a caretaker of this facility. And Quasar just goes, well, I'm going to leave now. And he yeah. just yeah, leaves in the middle strange. of the story. He just tell, he just fucking doesn't want to hang out with Stingray at all and just leaves. Uh, yeah, he's like mad that this yeah. is who they paired him up with. <laughs> also, there's this weird thing where everyone keeps referring to Quasar as son and junior and yeah. all these things really trying to uh, tell us that he's either really young looking or really young. No, he's 30 and Stingray is like 55. I bet most of the Avengers are pretty old. How well, old was Robert Downey Jr. when he was Iron Man? He was in his 50s. I think he 50s. was like 50 or so when he started. Yeah, yeah, that's how old they are in the comics. They're like 50. Yeah. Well, was I think... he playing 50, though? Nah, no, I'm going to no. assume Stingray in this book is at least 50. Stingray could definitely be 50. I'm thinking Quasar is probably well in his 30s, but he moisturizes. Yeah, he's in his 30s. Well, he's, he's, also, 30s. he's also a being of quantum energy, so I guess he can just make his skin look however he wants. Maybe he just yeah, reflects right. the light to make it look like he, make yeah. it like be perceived as he's looking okay. Absolutely. It's called cosmic moisturizer. What the fuck is that symbol on his chest? Is, like, is he like a, uh, like a 80s, like the, the back window of an 80s car? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got kind of like the visor thing going. Like, what is that for? Well, the stripes. Yeah, it's it's meant to symbolize Kanye West's glasses. I really like Firebirds. It reminds me of the uh, Transformers logo. Oh, um, man, I think I'm going to watch that movie tonight. Sure. Bucket. Which one? The the one with Weird Al. Was that the animated one, I'm assuming? Yeah, that's the one. I'm, right. what else would I be talking about? I don't know. They made like... 35 of them. Uh, you know what? They fucking did. Yeah. You're right. The, How do I not remember that? The uh, Weird Al scene is so weird in the cartoon movie. Well. Should it be stupid? Yeah, it, it, they it, did. It, the music is fucking... They're dancing to it in the movie, and it's also the soundtrack music. I it's so weird. I tell you, like the creators of that movie really, truly did dare to be stupid. Yes. I mean, they committed to the bit. I appreciate that. Like, they're like, hey, let's put it, let's do a stupid fucking scene, just throw it in the movie, fuck yeah. it. I got you, bro. That's it how I like feel about Scooby-Doo, most things. It where they get chased around, and then all of a sudden they stop, and they're, like, playing in the band. Yeah, but they're, but they're not literally playing a song, though, about how stupid this is. Like, that's what made that truly genius. That's yeah. what held Scooby-Doo back, really. 
It was super meta. It wasn't the fact that they had a, a stoner and a dog on their team. It was the fact the, that the, their song wasn't about how stupid they were. What if like the producers of the Transformers movie come mm-hmm. into the writers or the animators room and they're like, this movie is really serious and really heavy and we need to lighten it up. And, yeah. and the writers are like, fine. I mean, it did end real heavy. <laughs> we need to have a light moment where robots dance around to Weird Al. Yeah. Speaking of lightening it up, there's a lot of shots of the Twin Towers in this, too. All right, and there's Quasar oh, flying, flying into him. Pick up on that. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, and we're coming up on that 20th anniversary. Oh, I found. Okay, I'll, I'll just drop out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's please, let's let's just keep moving on here. Uh, so then we meet the absorbing man, right? And right, I guess he's, he's, he's covered in shit. Yeah, he's just uh, ended up a. Uh, he just washed up ashore after a fight with the Hulk. What if he, like, washes up ashore and steps in a dog turd, and then he turns into a fucking Well, I think he has to think to do it. Like, I don't think it's just whatever he happens to touch. I think he has to make Uh, that decision. No, look, he he falls into the beach, and he touches the wet beach and becomes a wet beach man. No, Mm -hmm. because he's also on grass, and he doesn't. Yeah, he's, the Absorbing Man, he's basically like a ShamWow with a face, right? Yeah. So uh, he can become human secretions or, you know, the aforementioned soggy diapers, whatever. Um, and he got this from Asgardian magic. Also, I didn't know this about him. He used to do coke, eventually converted himself into coke and was sold to junkies who gained his powers. Oh, man, wow. we need to do that book, unfortunately. Yep. I know I said I wasn't going to add any more to the list, but yes, I'm That's adding this amazing. to the list. Like, yeah. hot, like I, I, I'm, I'm shocked we haven't already done this. So I didn't know that his powers were Asgardian because then mm-hmm. in the scene he meets up with somebody who's mm-hmm. not going to tell him who he is, to, you know, advising him on how to uh, really get revenge. And then he essentially makes the ball and chain like Thor's hammer. And it, right. it immediately, and it's great. Like, it's you can tell it's Loki. It's fucking Loki. It is Loki trying out like a new white trench coat and fedora look. He's yeah. played by uh, Dean Martin. Yes. <laughs> get get tired, creep. Why don't you sit down? He's drunk. <laughs> um, this is where, why it says uh, on the cover of the book, it says Acts of Vengeance. And that was a crossover wherein Loki got all the other major Earthbound villains to work together attacking lesser known heroes. So that's, well, you'll notice a lot, there's a lot of conversation in here about, hey, uh, you can't seem to beat Thor or the Hulk. Like, why don't you just fight Quasar instead? Uh-huh. That's kind of the backstory behind that. Um, so Loki shows up and uh, gives the Absorbing Man superpowers, allows him to fly with his ball like it's Thor's hammer. We're assuming uh, it's Loki. It is. I know it's Loki. I looked it up. I, I didn't know that when I was well, reading this. It's definitely Loki. Trying out a new look. Trying That's a why I just screamed look. it's Loki. I thought you were just uh, making a presumption. Hypothesizing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I, I mean, I didn't, like, I had no personal confirmation i didn't look it up but i knew it was loki there's well, no way it, it wasn't uh, you're yeah, a good Mar- you're, you're a good marvel fan yeah Ew. just catching on that yeah yeah you just knew oh man you, you just should speculate on uh spider-man movies no it's so it, it was super obvious you're gonna get a no prize for that i was like Ooh. i was like i was like i wonder who that white trench coat guy is <laughs> moving on moving I on i don't say, care i will say i did not immediately get it but about a third of the way through the comic, I realized it, and then I looked back and went, oh, it's so obvious. So I, I mean, we mentioned this just recently, that all these superheroes wear trench coats in their downtime. Yep. It's just It was just a thing at the time in the, like the late 80s and early 90s. I guess maybe the Ninja Turtles got that going. They're all just really big Columbo fans. Yeah, that's probably what it was. You know who doesn't wear one, though, is uh, the Absorbing Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't badass. wear a shirt. No, he doesn't need to. I wish he and Plastic Man were in the same universe. They'd be great together. They'd have I mean, a lot of could. fun. They could. Yeah, I would love that. They need a DC and Marvel need to bury that hatchet because I want that crossover. It seems like all Absorbing Man does is go from fight to fight with superheroes. Like when he shows up, he says, "Like I bet you think you killed me, huh, Hulk? But I'm gonna do something else and kill you." And this guy's like, "You should try to kill someone else." He's like, "You're right. I should yeah. try to kill someone else." Here, this ball and chain you have will help you fly. He goes, "That will really help." This Look how happy. Look how happy he is. He looks like Pinhead from those old comic strips. I I found the uh, uh, profile picture for Twitter next week. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. He's smiling. Yeah, he's a happy guy. He's happy to listen to Dark Side's Couch. 
And then, so we see Quasar uh, returning to his job after oversleeping. And uh, I, this is the point where I really relate to him because he says, like, well, good thing I'm self-employed so I can just oversleep whenever I want. And man, do I relate to that. Now, before he does all that, he grabs some food out of the dumpster. <laughs> he does fly by a dumpster, yeah. I mean, like, they're not even, those donuts aren't even a full day old. It's like you six think, hours. You think being a cosmic man, he would look, you know, at the planet as a whole and mm-hmm. make some different decisions that of, man, I got to make some money. Nope. Nope. Just eating out of the dumpster. Another thing he has in common with George Costanza. I guess Stingray He's, has the marine biologist thing, but. He has, uh, it's just like, he, this is a total lack of imagination. Mm-hmm. It's just like he's, uh, a, he was a former spy for S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And now he's a, de- a defense contractor, which mm-hmm. makes him trash. Right. But he also has like cosmic bands that allow him to protect capitalism. Yes, he has their capitalism bands. Yeah. Better get a job. Uh, like like uh, uh, causing war crimes. Yeah. Well, we don't necessarily know what his security consulting company is going to do, especially because he's never had a client before. He's like, I don't even know what I'm going to do to to those Arabs. Yeah, but maybe he's ethical. We don't know. His name's no, also he's... Wendell Vaughn, so I don't know that we really need to look up to him too much. He can't be ethical. Look at the, look at him. He's wearing a suit. Look, this socialist bend is getting a little out of control. Like, I'm all, all for redistribution of wealth, but, like, anybody wearing a suit is not a, an imperialistic uh, fascist. It feels that way, though. Yeah, yeah it does, but I, I like wearing suits. I happen to like a good tie. That's because you're a class traitor in the enemy. And you take, you take your pinky and you make that little dimple in the tie when you're tying, and that's how people know you're serious. I do know how to tie a tie. All right. It, it's a good look. I can do that. Every man looks better with a nice tie on, oh, especially gosh. if you're wearing it. Especially if you're wearing it on a polo. People say you shouldn't, but why has oh, it got Lord. that collar then? What a waste of thought. <laughs> so uh, he goes to his business, uh, his unsuccessful business, and they not have, that unsuccessful. Look at the size of the building he's going to. Well, that, he probably rents an office in the building. It's not his building. It's still a pretty big office. Uh, fine, but he's probably only been there for a month. He's probably run out of money. And look how fashion-forward his secretary is. That so, ain't cheap. Yeah, apparently he's got, that is a casual office. Right. He's got, the, well, they're the only two employees. Who cares? Uh, and they don't have any clients. He's wearing uh, a suit, though, and she's wearing leather pants. But he has to meet clients, and so he has to In slick theory. his hair back and wear glasses and be like, hello. He's dressing for the job he wants, not the job hey. he has, and Kayla is just looking like a babe in the office. Hey there, big chin. I got We got us a job. You're dead? That's great. So Kayla looks great. Uh, she's got like skin tight leather pants. She's got like a green army coat and like a pink tank top underneath. She's always telling us to walk like Egyptians. She's very bangles. Very bangly. She reminded me of Rogue. Oh, yes. Yeah, she got Rogue hair. Rogue hair and the headband. And Rogue's pants. And Rogue had a green coat, didn't she? Sometimes. Yeah. I wonder if she's wearing that headband just to mock Quasar, his stupid headband. Right. Maybe yeah. she's a huge fan of Quasar. Oh. You can't recognize me, can you? Not with the headband. Mm-hmm. He, that's like Clark Kent. Like he, like he takes his headband off and no one fucking recognizes <laughs> Fuck, him. Fuck, look at this guy. Well, in fairness, the Superman thing is nobody, people just assume he doesn't have a secret identity. He's just Superman all the time. Because if he had a secret identity, wouldn't he be wearing a mask? Then why the hell were so many people, like, like trying to find it out? Because there were thousands of issues. They had to get around to something. They had to find something to fill the pages. What if, like, like in Superman comics, nobody, like, bothered to find out if he was running around as a normal dude? That's- like, he had this super intricate... Yes. Like uh, secret identity, and That's nobody cares. Absolutely, what it should have been. <laughs> absolutely, what it should have been. So uh, he's excited because they got a call for their first client. Right? He's like, I, I get to answer the phone. Fuck, does this thing even work? I didn't even check that this was hooked up. You guys get scared when you have to talk. When you have to talk to someone on the phone, like you put it off. Um, I don't like it, but I, I won't let myself put it off because that's way too millennial. And I, I, I've pushed back against those millennial impulses. I have to call the gas company and I've been putting it off for like two days. No, just get it over with. I know. I hate it though. Rip the bandaid. I just hate the phone trees more than anything, more than the people. Yes. Agreed. Fucking phone trees, man. Just let me talk to a person for five seconds. Press one for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 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 So before he goes to this meeting, he's going to check on... So this is weird. I don't know what's going on here. He's got a secret like bat cave in his office behind a bookshelf. Well, it's not opens... a bat cave. It is. It it's looks like cave. D- it, it's space. It looks like he has like a pocket dimension. In yeah. His, uh, okay. 
Yeah. It's the quantum zone, I believe, is what it is, actually. Uh, be- because, his, like, his father's ghost? It seems to be, yeah. It is well, no, because like... he go- went and visited his father's house. To s- well, I guess that doesn't yeah, necessarily he still have his house. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. father died, left him his house, yeah. We're assuming he's a ghost, though. He could just be a, a, white, a glowy white man. He could be. He could be. He may just been exposed to some radiation. Or maybe and, he, uh, like, uh, took a bunch of acid, and now he's transcended. Yeah, well, given what he's seeing, uh, he definitely might be having some effects because he is hanging out with a sentient alien space tree. It looks like a log that someone put a wig on and a face. <laughs> yes, and kind of like a rivet in the side. It's, its name is Eon, and I guess he kind of uh, assigned powers to Quasar. He appointed Quasar. That's not a rivet. That's an eye. In the side of his head? Yes, that's okay. an eye. That's a gross, slimy eye. That's Visine. It it really looks like a like a like a William Shatner toupee. They just slapped yes. on a log. He's got like a Jesus. What like his yeah. face is like indescribable. It's log. It's log. <laughs> it's, it's heavy. It's what. So Eon is hanging out with Quasar's dad, and Quasar's dad is super into Eon, and dis- and it's made him decide to take up xenopology, which is the study of extraterrestrial cultures. That's pretty sick. That's what I would yeah. do if I was hanging out with Log, dude. If I and was he clearly ghost? does not care about his son. No, no, no. He's he's got a space log to hang out with. What his son's a, his son's a grown man who doesn't have a ge- who has a company that finally got their first client. He's like 32 years old and he's finally going to bring in a paycheck. He doesn't want to be playing catch with his son. He wants his son to work. That's why he has a he job. Has, he has two jobs. <sighs> yeah, but he doesn't seem very good at w- Actually, Okay, so in the He has three jobs. What's the third job? He noticed that he's some sort of uh official liaison or or uh like the expert on extraterrestrial that's studies all part or of something that's all, like that part of the quasar job description so as quasar he comes to earth and captain america had said let's team up up with stingray and have him clean things up for us be the the janitorial service of the avengers and then uh in his uh civilian life he runs a company that's never gotten a paycheck let's get one now maybe well we'll see he doesn't do very good at that uh he doesn't do very well at that interview Hey, you're like, Quasar asks Eon if he's hungry, so he, like, just smushes a sandwich against his face while he just num, 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 num. I found this in the fucking dumpster on my way to work, on the way to my human job. And then underneath uh, the floating, like, log body, like, he just shits out a turd. Okay. It just drops there. All right. On the floor. Transforms into it. And the father had never seen it before while he was, like, studying. He goes, oh, that's gross, and then gets up and leaves. Please don't leave. It stinks in here now. And then we move on. <laughs> Please don't leave the quantum zone. It's so lonely. All right. So next. They, pu- they push him over and his toupee falls off. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so uh, next we cut back to Absorbing Man. And he actually has a pretty good idea. He's going to go steal a piece of adamantium. All right. Because I guess mm-hmm. it's not a secret anymore. And they just make it. No. It's just the material in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So. This is interesting to me because it's a great idea. So he'll keep a piece of adamantium on him, so he could always turn into adamantium. Why didn't he? Oh, why didn't he always do that with steel and other exactly. stuff? Exactly. Why does like... he, he just keep all the different rocks and minerals he might need on him at all times? He would right. be ungodly powerful if he bought like a bandolier, like yeah. a like a change purse. Yes. Yes. A utility you know? belt. Yeah, yeah. but a fanny it, pack. Get him a yeah, fanny pack. Yeah. It's just like yeah. It's just a fanny. Oh pack, shit! Really. Let me let me let me get let me see what I got in here. Hold on. Things are falling out. You think when like uh, Batman first got started and he like pull like pushes his cape aside like a uh, like a gunslinger with its poncho and he mm-hmm. did grab his utility belt to pull out a batarang and the criminals are just like, "Do are you wearing a fucking fanny pack?" What? No. What? It's it's my utility belt. That's a fanny pack, bro. Um. So then, uh, Quasar, who's in his in his civilian guise as Wendell Vaughn. Hi, my name's Wendell. I'm here to do the normal citizen thing. He does look like a guy who would have trouble controlling the volume of his voice. Oh, hello. So so he goes to meet with this company called IDEC, International Data Integration and Control, and he asks the boss there what they do, and it's clear that nobody has any idea. He's like the newsman from Murphy Brown. Oh, the uh, the older guy? I like that guy. He was was great. That's his voice I'm giving Quasar now. So much esteem. Um... (laughs) 
so Quasar asks the guy, okay, I'd like to help you out, but what do you do? And the guy goes, uh, we work on many things. We're part of a worldwide data processing network dealing in microtechnologies, which is just nonsense. That's just word salad. He, uh, I guess they met previously while they were in S.H.I.E.L.D. together, and the, and the, the tech guy was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent implanted in the uh, company, but then mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. folded at some point in the Marvel Universe, and he just kept the job he was undercover in. Yeah, why not? I mean, you ever try to look for a new job? It's it's He's a pain. like, well, I already got a job, I guess. I mean, they're putting money in my 401k. They're, they're like looking at each other because they're both super spies. And they're just like, is this real what you're doing? He goes, is this real what you're doing? Oh, man. <laughs> well, That's they crazy. Pre- they do have to pretend like they're meeting each other for the first time. Right. It's a little awkward. They're, they're, afterwards, they're walking around. They're like, you do no, anything else? Yeah, they do. At first see. they do. At first they pretend at they don't know they each do. other. Yeah, but then as soon as the other guy leaves, they're like, I saw you at S.H.I.E.L.D. He goes, yeah, you did. Yeah, that was me. That was me. That he was says, me, bro. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Tanaka. And then yeah. as soon as the other guy walks away, he's like, bro, Tanaka. Like, Ken, my dude. And he's then like, he says, I saw your name on the advertising brochure and recommended you. Yeah, right, but right, but like the, they didn't. They he just didn't let him know about his personal yeah, history. Yeah, he knew that he was his buddy, but he could have just told his boss, like, "I just like this dude's headband. Yeah, Let's hire this guy." They're walking around saying, "Like, so you sure this is like what you're doing is real?" He goes, "Yes, is what you're doing totally real?" He goes, "I bet." And then his like arm bracelet phone goes off. And he goes, "That looks super spy." He goes, "No, it's not. It's not. No, no, it's no. Nothing, to, not nothing to do with that. It's just, <laughs> it's just someone called me. He goes, "That's fucking Captain America. You're Quasar." He goes, "No, I'm not Quasar. <laughs> Shut the fuck up." But that's exactly what it is. It's Captain America sh- showing up on his wrist bracelet iPhone thing. He's like, Quasar, the, not all the garbage got picked up. Where are you? <laughs> We're paying you $22 an hour to pick that shit up. You were supposed to get all that shit out of the river. <laughs> uh, I'm, at, I'm at work. He goes, you have a fucking job? Is Captain America wearing, like, giant headphones? Yeah, yeah. They don't have uh, Bluetooth technology yet. So, so he's like... in here. He's yelling at Quasar through his magic bracelets, but he's, like, not listening because he's jamming to some tunes. No, Captain America saw that there was an emergency, uh, took a cab over to Avengers headquarters, logged in, put on the headset, and dialed in Quasar's frequency. It took an hour and a half. And put on his costume. Yeah, he didn't show up that way. Yeah, it was a long process. This is why the villains keep getting away with shit. (laughs) What if Captain America never takes off his costume? I mean, it'd be easier, wouldn't it? And he's always, like, horrified when he hears about secret identities. Yeah, and his chain mail's all rusted up now. Isn't that kind of the point in the the one where he got shot? That he doesn't like secret identities? Because isn't that the whole point? No, Captain America was pro-secret identities. That's no, why he was. He, yeah, he was. He was. He was on the side of uh, maintaining secret identities. And that's I right, because he doesn't want the he doesn't oh. want big government getting in, getting involved. Even though he's Captain America. That's right. America exactly. means the freedom of the citizen, not the yeah, government. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. My bad. I like to think that when he does take that suit off, it's been so long that he just has like pock marks from the chainmail over Ugh, his entire gross. body. It just it just pops out. He's Captain America, not Captain Big Business. <laughs> so, uh, so Captain America says, uh, "Yeah, you got to go deal with the absorbing man." And Quasar is like, "Oh shit! I guess I'll just ditch my first job. Why not?" He's like, Cap calls me. Goes, hey, he goes, hey, Cap, to get your blood back. <laughs> I How'd did. you find out about that? Uh, so uh, Quasar makes up an excuse. He leaves, runs into an alley, changes into his Quasar costume, and he's like, ah, oh, shit, that guy totally thinks I'm Quasar now. Dude, this isn't gonna work at all. How am I? Sp- How did I think this was gonna work? He just, he just closes his company. That was dumb. <laughs> what a stupid fucking idea. I don't really need money, do I? Yeah. I mean, I could just take it. I am a super god. Like, I can do whatever I want. What if, like, like this is the only reason he's like has a job and like helps with the Avengers? Because he knows if he doesn't, the Avengers are going to show up and fuck him up. Well, he's a being of pure energy. Why does he need money? Like, he's got to got to eat, right? Does he? And lives, I don't and know. Live somewhere. Does he? Yeah, he's, he's got to pay rent. Energy. Maybe he yeah. lives at Avengers Mansion. He's still well, a person. Shouldn't be any rent. Yeah, but if his body has been converted to pure energy, why would he bother eating? Does he just like know. it? He just enjoys the sensation of eating? How, how else is he getting all those sick gains? Again, b- he can just shape his body to whatever he wants. Uh, we're assuming that. I think all he does is just fly around and shoot beams out of his hands. <laughs> he is, I'm telling you, he is definitely a, he has a body of pure quantum energy. I'm no. telling you that's, that's true. No. He just, I guess he doesn't know how to use it. Okay. I'm telling you. All so right. 
the lab or whatever it was that had the adamantium uh, contacted Captain America. Captain America said, this is way beneath me, and I'll send my custodian out to, to see if he can help you out. How about that? Captain America, like, at first showed up, but all he did was join the strikers. <laughs> yeah. Like, he shows up. Like, he shows up to stop the bad guy, but then he sees the workers are striking. And he, yes, like, gra- and, and he, like, grabs a, a sign, and he's just standing with them. Ah, save your own fucking factory. Uh, so then uh, Quasar takes to the skies, and he yep. uses his quantum bands to find the Absorbing Man. Mm-hmm. And he leaves and the twinkly other- stars everywhere he goes. It looks mm-hmm. great. He looks great. And he finds he, the Absorbing Man flying through space behind his magic ball. And, and Absorbing Man goes, ah, shit, it's Sparkle Man. I'm not Sparkle Man. I'm Quasar. But it's kind of the same thing, though. Isn't it right, Quasar? Is it like a, you leave the sparkles. You're kind of like a Sparkle Man, right? Are you the new Dazzler? You look like that guy who runs that security company. Well, no, no. Did I, put, did I forget to put my headband on? Oh, He's shit. Like, He's like, oh, shit. He goes, yeah, I know about you. <laughs> I know all about headbands. Well, the, like, if those are flying through space at a high speed, like flying through the air, right? You mm-hmm. think they're just yelling at each other? Yes. Yeah, for sure. For huh? Sure Wowza! Well, they both read lips very well. The name's Quasar! What? So, they decide to land and have a fight, because why not? Because I guess Absorb Man can turn into a, also turn into a being of pure energy. Well, he can absorb the energy, and therefore, yeah, his body is his body is made of whatever he absorbs. So, if he absorbs energy, he becomes an energy ball. He's like, now I know how a light bulb feels. You would think, like, for somebody who has this kind of power, like, he would get into science and technology. You think that he would uh, sell his abilities to to people who? I mean, if he's going to do d- violence, right? No mm-hmm. matter what, why mm-hmm. doesn't he just charge for it? Uh, I mean, maybe he does. I can't imagine he has a lot of master plans of his own. It looks like in one of the panels that he made a joke about how big his balls are and then used the ball and chain as a like a description. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a big ACDC fan. Check out these nuts. Uh, so Quasar manages to encase him in a ball of energy, which he cannot escape from. But what Quasar doesn't know is he's got that adamantium, son. Mm-hmm, and it All makes right? his ears huge. Yeah, he gets abomination ears. Yes. Uh, so he takes out his animantium that he keeps in his trunk. It probably smells awful. Like, look at that. It also turns his pants into animantium. Yeah, yeah, and the ball and chain. The ball and chain is the weapon that's allowing him to do it. It's like Thor's hammer, right? But his pants got nothing to do with that. He's wearing, (sighs) like, prison pants. He hasn't changed his pants from prison. So, well, he always wears these pants, and it's and he never wears a shirt. And I wonder if, like, when he got this as guardian power, they told him, "All right, it will also work on one article of clothing." Right. So, so he just picked the pants. He picked the pants, and so this is why he's always dressed this way. Oh, I see. And that, you retros- know what? You know what? That makes sense. Yeah, that's a and good re- explanation. In retrospect, he should have picked a pair of pants that had a pocket because that adamantium was just down the front of his fucking trousers. Right, next to his real balls. Gross, just scraping at his balls. Right, what if they itched, though? And there was oh. a godsend. Terrible, terrible. But it's adamantium, though, and it would slice right through his ball sack. It's a terrible place to put it. I believe it was actually te- technically secondary adamantium, which is not quite oh. as strong. Ah, they should call it something mm-hmm. else, then. Well, they had to they had to do that because uh, people were complaining because there were so many times where the supposedly unbreakable adamantium would get broken. And so they said, eh, all that stuff was secondary adamantium. And so they invented that. All right. They could have just yeah. said it was is full of it had impurities in it to kind of fill it in. Well, they that could would... have also said, fuck you, nerds. Yeah, fuck you, nerds. People yeah. like me always want explanations. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this what's being explained for you? What was the this whole thing about like it, it answered all your questions about comics? Oh, oh uh, we're not the there yet. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. Exciting. Mm-hmm. So he, with the adamantium, he's able to break out of this energy field, and the fight continues. Mm-hmm. And uh, Quasar's like, I got to get to work. <laughs> Dude, I got to feed I, my tree stump. I should probably talk to that client that I blew off. Playing hardball <laughs> with the one person who called me. God. He, and he, like, he lands while thinking about it and takes his headband off, and his armband goes, I don't need to do this. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? I got other stuff I got to do. Maybe if I didn't split my attention so many ways, Captain America would respect me. Maybe maybe I'd hire them with my security firm. Yeah. <laughs> now who's the boss? Who's calling the shots now? Now Quasar who's the is. Captain America? Quasar draws an A on his head. What's his name? What was his name? Wendell real- Vaughn. Wendell goes, who's calling the shots? Wendell is. <laughs> yes. But he doesn't call himself Quasar ever. He's always I mean, Wendell is, in his which, head. Which is weird because I call him Quasar every time. 
Uh, even me when too. He's in Wendell. Even but he's Wendell guys. But he's clearly Wendell all the time. Yeah, he's a Wendell. Wendell, if I've ever seen one. The chattest Wendell of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, you know what I just realized he looks like in a different color scheme? Mm-hmm. Oz, uh, Ozymandias. I thought that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, he does have that headband. Here's what and I was talking about. And... In, in this panel right here, he's the first thing Quasar says is that he's fighting him because he can defend himself. He's just like, why are you doing this? This doesn't yeah. even make any sense. Well, in fairness, I would absolutely try to defuse the situation by convincing the supervillain to think rationally, and I would be killed. Like this, right. isn't a, this is this is something I would try, and I would die on my first mission. But you, you don't see this in comics. He tries to talk him out of it. He tries I, to I, rationalize. And I complain about that every time the superhero doesn't do that. Or mm-hmm. why isn't? How come no one's ever said to the supervillain like, you know, you don't need to be, you don't need to be making killer robots. You can make a lot of money. Well, it's, it's funny because the only reason they're actually saying this is because this is the part of this crossover where they're focusing on all these villains who have lost against the big, uh, you know, the big superheroes over and over. And so it makes sense that he's calling that out. I was really hoping that uh, uh, Wendell was going to get through to him and mm-hmm. they like, oh, Zori Man joins the Avengers because why the fuck not? Well, then Quasar says, no, don't fucking join those guys. Join my security company. Like, you'd be oh, way more yeah, useful. Right. That would have been fucking cool if they that actually did that. He convinced them to join a security company and uses the Absorbing yep. Man name to get famous. Yep. And Captain America is really disapproving of it. Why? He got he, he defused yeah. a dangerous supervillain and, like, got him gainful employment. Because Captain America likes to break people's spines. Mm. <laughs> he likes to do yes. meth, as we yes. learned in the previous yes. episode. That's the way he deals with these problems. Man, we should write that idea down in case they ever want to make a Quasar movie. Yeah, yeah, like, that's how like, they should it. He starts a security company. It could be a CW show for sure because then he can join his well, little entourage of buddies. Well, CW is a is owned by uh, Warner Brothers. You so know I, what I mean? That style. Well, like, okay, all right, fine. I didn't know. I didn't know what you mean. That he, style of that yeah. style of superhero show. No, I mean like there's the superhero, and then he has his buddies, and and some of his yeah, buddies his to help team. him out are, are also super powered. The absor- yeah. Quasar with a company and with the Absorbing Man in it as like his backup would be fucking cool. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. And the legitimate superheroes, I would, I still say they're gonna have a problem with this ethically. You're right, and that could be a plot point for the show. A lot of conflict. That's the Phan- real civil Phantom War. Lady Productions is gonna yep. make the qua- the Quasar. Quasar and Friends show. Yep, and it's going to be on the CW with a DC logo for some reason. Yep, I Even demanded though, it. It's part of my contract. It's all Marvel stuff. They're getting sued by Warner Brothers. That's but right. They, they have to put that DC logo on. And Disney, because they're not involved either. <laughs> yeah, none of these guys are happy. This is not going to work well. Like, this is a Phantom Lady production. We're going to stream it on Twitch without telling anybody. <laughs> ah, so... The Absorbing Man grabs Quasar's bracelet, and this is where the cover comes in. We finally understand why he looks like he has leprosy. He's just uh, absorbed the bracelet and became like a giant bejeweled bracelet man. That's right. Like we all wish to. Yeah. And uh, he uh, grows to 50 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he goes pretty badass. And he goes, Yahoo! Yeah. This is great. This is all he's ever wanted. This guy lives a good, pretty cool life. Mm-hmm. He's, and a so cool, now- he's a cool outlaw. He looks like Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does actually. That would have been the 15 years ago. He would have been the perfect guy to play the, the absorbing man. Some bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um. Instead, he decides. Well, I could kill Quasar, but instead, now that I've got these superpowers, these these uh, hyper powerful superpowers, I'm gonna go kill the Avengers instead. Yeah. Right. Instead of this loser. At which point, Quasar, who's actually trying to be a superhero, I guess, uh, tr- is trying to desperately tell him that anybody else that has tried the bands has blown the fuck up. He he uses his power to create a megaphone. Look at this. He sure does. He's a good superhero. Uh, like all like, all he cared about was like stopping Absorbed Man from killing people. He tr- everything he did off- offensively was just meant to contain him without hurting him. And then when this happened, his first thought is, "How can I stop Absorbing Man from killing himself?" Yeah. Also, because that will kill like eight million people. Right, but like that, Fair. he he thinks about that later. His first he, thought is just like, "You have to listen to me so I can help you." He's still a beta trying to be an alpha. I think he's an alpha just because of his deep concern for other people. I don't think there's any alphas named Wendell. He's using his brains. He's using his emotions. Right. Yeah. He's using his godlike powers, and he refuses to use them for violence. He's bemming. He he's. I don't think he's really bem. I think he's trying to. Be- we we're gonna have to explain that again. Uh, that's something about like the Superman movies, the the newer ones that I 
I don't like compared to the idea of Superman is just that he's always punching people and using his powers to hurt people. In in the comics, that's not, not how he was. I know, but in the movies they do that. It's always he a is big. Not always it's always a big. It's always a big fight, and he's always hitting stuff. And it's just there like there are man, plenty of scenes of him like towing ships and things. I know, but I I mean stuff like this where like. Despite all his power, all he cares about is trying to help people. And then the in the movies, that, in the newer movies, they don't do that. He did try to talk Zod down quite a bit. And then he snapped his neck. <laughs> he begged Zod. He cried and begged Zod Just to like this. stop. Yeah. Here's a here's a controversial. Uh, I liked Superman Returns more than Man of Steel. I actually never watched Superman Returns because it seemed kind of trash. Oh uh, no, it was good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably stick with my trash. Although I like Brandon Ruth, he seems like a good dude. It's a good movie. It's just that people thought it was boring because he's not fucking punching Brainiac. I don't know. It seems too uh, beholden to nostalgia, but I like, I like old Brandon. He's a good dude. Like I don't he's need, he's I, better. I don't need kick-ass murder in every single superhero. I'm not movie. talking about kick-ass murder. I'm just saying, like, I don't need a movie that's based on nostalgia. That's the name of my band. Kick-ass murder. Fuck what? yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. That's a Dark Side's Couch t-shirt. Kick-ass yeah. murder. Yep. It'll say Dark Side's Couch on the front and the back it's going to say kick-ass murder. We're adding t-shirts with the same frequency as we're adding books to the wheel. Yes. Uh, not, uh, we're not cutting through either one of them. We're going to hear from people about it. Okay. I, I guarantee it. Made to order. Gonna, they're going to want a kick-ass murder shirt. People have already mentioned, like, people have already talked to us about thinking that's a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah. Kick-ass murder I, or making shirts? Making shirts. <laughs> Both those things are pretty kick-ass, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we would, yeah, we would love to make shirts. Um, but we we are we do have poor entrepreneurial spirits, so it's going to be uh, a slog. I, 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 like we just had a huge conversation about that before we started recording. And I am really I'm an anchor of like slowing shit down in terms of making uh, money. Of success. Afraid of success. I just want Always people to listen, listen, interact, and uh, that's it. What do you think giving us money is? That's interacting. I know. I hate money. People like to pay. Sometimes people like to pay for the. Things I know. They enjoy. And I know. And that's why I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna step so, down from thinking about it. I'm gonna let you guys make all the decisions. And one of these days, we're gonna make this podcast enjoyable, so people want to do that. It's been enjoyable since day one. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not day one. <laughs> so uh, Quasar is trying to talk Absorber Man down and telling him that everyone who's ever used the quantum bands without being entitled to it. Has exploded. Look which how is a little look, passive aggressive. Look how entitled Quasar is. Again, he's a beta shooting for Alpha. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Absolutely. Man, James, you just don't value kind-hearted, like caring people. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why anyone would be altruistic you, to anyone. You want you want murder machine Captain America, high on meth, killing crossbones. I did really enjoy that. Well, in fairness, Grunwald wrote both of them, so apparently, you know, we have some solidarity there. Both of you have some pretty fucking intense views. Um, I did have a conversation with Shay the other day where I found out that Shay uh, does not feel murderous compulsion the way that I assume everyone else does. You don't? That was a weird conversation. <laughs> you don't? Okay, so Mike's on my side with this. Maybe not to that. Oh, man. I'm not, yeah, say, I'm not, saying, I'm like, not saying you would ever act on no, it. No, not saying, at all, but like that runs through your head. When no. you think about how gratifying it would be yes. to have that level of control yes. over another person. No, no I, not, that's I not can, my reason. I that's can honestly say 100% I have never fantasized about something like that. So my murder fantasies are for different than James's. Like, uh, mine's not about control. Mine's about glorious acts of vengeance. Like if that I'm too. If I'm slighted at all... That too. That too. Any 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 random thing. But it's it's I mean, and it's not it does not move the meter. Like the, the levels aren't popping. I'm not gonna do anything. I don't want to do anything. I would be disgusted for the rest of my life if I ever did anything. No, but, but it runs on, it man. runs through your head. Yeah. How I think can it not run through your head. I think that's a man thing, Shay. I think men are just toxic. Yeah. We we have destroyed a lot. Right. That's like our first thought is yeah. like how we can. Uh, how can I ruin this? How can I uh, revel in glory through death yeah. and destruction? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I fantasized a couple times about punching people or something like that, it's, but it's never just, that It's far. just like that. It's just like that, but you got to crank it up. Well, I tell yeah, you, Shay, have you ever actually legitimately punched somebody, like really socked them good? I, like in the jaw? I have legitimately swung at somebody once. Did you connect? Yes. You put the knuckle out, the middle knuckle out. That's that's where it really that's really the stinger. I right don't there. know, but it was hard mm. enough to leave a mark on them. <gasps> All right. Shay. So I think you have to do that a few times, and then you start building up a tolerance. 
I've been in so many fights, I don't remember them all. As a kid, I was in a lot of fights <laughs> on the schoolyard. If you're a nerdy little kid, you're fighting. You're fighting all the time. You're an androgynous little, tiny little thing. Oh, boy. In the I ghettos had, of Detroit. I had the problem the of the uh, adrenaline became something that I learned to enjoy. Ooh, it is addictive. It feels good. It does feel really good. <laughs> the adrenaline rush. Oh, my God. Your hands are shaking afterwards. Sometimes you mm-hmm. cry afterwards because it's so intense. I don't think I've had that, but, yeah, I I've, I mean, this is all going back to when I was, like, 10 years old. Yeah, when I was, re- oh, shit, I kept doing that long into my 20s. Ooh, no, Not no, the no. crying part, but just, like, l- getting drunk and looking for people to fight. No, I, it wasn't like that. And, and I, I've been sober forever, so I've been a, a teetotaler all my life. So it, it never had anything to do with that. It was, it was just pure murderous rage all the so, time. So if you guys ever wonder why I look like shit, there's part of an explanation there. So this podcast is Exhibit A in about two years, probably. <laughs> anyway. It just says I'm going to be a real good Mad Max guy. I mean, Absorbing Man is absolutely justifying what we said. He's absolutely living this this philosophy. Yeah, yes. he is. I can relate to him. I can, yeah. I'm, I'm a stupid rageaholic, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you uh, could have related to him because he then blows the fuck up. That's he why I... He implodes the fuck in. It's why I admire Quasar so much. It's also why you only have one pair of pants. I, I, I just moved, and I discovered okay. I have five pairs of identical jeans. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as Shay said, uh, Quasar decides his only option, really, is to just overload uh, Absorbing Man's energy storage capacity and just implode him. Right. You know, like, I guess by that he means his cells. Which is weird because he implo- yeah, he implodes him right over an image of the Twin Towers. Right, which is It's symbolism. very uncomfortable. Yeah, he, he blows up. He blows up Absorbing Man and knocks down the Twin Towers. I, I got to get those Q people on the phone. See if they have any information about this. Are the Q people into 9/11? I thought that was just me. Uh, I think it kind of all it's it mingles together. It's a cosmic gumbo, if you will. I was one of those. What, what was the name of that documentary about 9/11? That, it, that uh, all the loose cons- change. Loose change. I was yeah. a loose change guy. I watched uh, that. Yeah. Um, I guess now. Uh, Trump will not be reinstated in August or September, but definitely by the end of the year. That's what yeah, you're okay. saying now. Okay, it's been, good. But this time What's it's definitely going to be. What's the excuse this time? Yeah, I mean, I... The, the libs. The libs, and, and they're attacking, and they're doing cyber attacks. What if he's just, you know? like, not ready? Yeah, he's got to be ready. Yeah. He's got to be ready. What if he's going to, like, uh, get in real good shape? That's yeah. what they, when he, dis, like, when the first time he popped back up in, like, January or whatever, they were claiming that he had gotten in, like, super good shape, and he was looking super buff, and then he shows up, and he still looks like a bag of trash. But and they had wearing to, like, a diaper. Yeah, yes, he was wearing a diaper. And uh, they had to, like, sell it. Like, the conservative media had to sell, like, oh, the liberals are going insane about how good Trump looks, and he's just a still regular old orange bag of trash. I guess that's pretty good. It was it was pretty fun for a couple if of he looks, It looks the same after, like... Did he, like, age dramatically like the rest of the presidents d- normally do? No, because he didn't do anything. You know, like, usually after four years, it looked like shit. Like, I Obama don't wanna, aged a ton. I don't want to, like, A-B it. Like, I don't, I'm sure that I could go ahead and look. I don't, but I don't want to stare at, like, a Google image search of 50 of his faces looking at me so that I yeah. can A-B it. Yeah, you don't want to be like me every day, huh? <laughs> That's how you get psyched up for the day. Trump, um, Trump, Trump, Trump. So, so Absorbing Man implodes... And uh, Quasar goes, oh wow, that was fucking metal. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, like he 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 feels really bad about it. And yeah. That's the first thing he says to Captain America. He's like, I killed a guy. Take me to jail. No, he doesn't actually, Mike. This has not happened because he goes, I feel like it's my fault. And then immediately goes, No, no. it was his fault. It's the supervillains who are wrong. Captain America says that while like shaking blood off his shield, <laughs> like well, getting yeah. off it, just like yeah, Quasar, like, qu- yeah. Quasar apologizes to Captain America. Captain, he says, like, yeah, Cap, I think I killed Absorbing Man. And Cap goes, oh, fuck that guy. Bro. He's like, don't worry. You'll get used to it. Did you see what I did to Crossbones last week? That guy, he wasn't even an immediate threat. And I slashed his throat with my hand. He's like, I thought that, you know, joining the Avengers is going to be like, you know, like the Justice League. And I was going to be like Green Lantern. He goes, those guys? No, we, we have to kill people here. And then Cap just laughs and laughs for like an uncomfortable amount of time. And Quasar yeah. kind of just like walks away really slowly. He's like, are you kidding? I would never endanger a child and force them to, to, to commit crimes with me. Bucky? Here we kill for the we kill for the government. They had to take down the menace of Hitler. Like anything like Bucky was able to kill and so we put him to work. He was yeah. a killing machine. And then um, he lost his then he lost his shins. 
And uh, I guess that's it. That's the end of the book. That's the end of the book. Yep. Yeah. What mm-hmm. do we think of this? Uh, I like this. I like uh, Quasar's positive attitude, so I'm going to give him uh, nine bejeweled nipples. Wow. Shay, what would you think of this book? I liked it, but much like you, I didn't. I was disappointed by the character itself. So only yeah, four Quasar himself five. sucks. Four, only four out of five. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed this. Um, after this and last week, I guess I'm just into Grinwald stuff. I guess I'm just a Grinwald bitch. Um, so four out of five soggy absorptions. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Gross. There we go. Yeah, that's real gross. That's kind of what I'm aiming for lately. The good. Thank you. Yeah, just a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of that. That's a big old green light for me. <laughs> um, okay. Do we want to talk about next week, next month even? Oh, yeah. We, let's talk about it. Yeah? Uh, does anybody want to unveil it? Does anyone specifically? Shay, would you like to tell everybody what we're doing next month? Oh, guys. We're doing September Saurus. I think it's Stegosember. No, it's September Saurus. I don't remember what we agreed upon because no, I'm you usually didn't even pretty hear about Stegosember. That was something James came up afterwards, and he's just being a, a complete asshole about it. I think we could use it both. Like, both basically portray the same meaning. No, everybody vote on mine. So Shay's going with September source. All right, I'll put up a poll that I'll forget to do. Yeah. Oh, sweet. That's going to really sort this out. Mm-hmm. But um, the the theme here being is that we're going to do an entire month of dinosaur comics. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. like it's that. about time. It's about yep. time. Yeah, I agree. Nothing but books about dinosaurs. We're going to be answering all your dino questions, such as mm-hmm. what are dinosaurs and are they real? And if so, why can't I see them? I'm going to get to all that. And lots of end tags with the show Dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> That classic. We will not be. I did look. There is a dinosaurs comic, but it's like a hundred pages long. Good uh, God! It, maybe, maybe if we do a, a, a Stegosember part two or something. I genuinely have zero interest in that. Maybe we could save it for a religious holiday. I uh, yes. <laughs> I sent Shay a lot of suggestions for dinosaur comics and uh, got no bite on the dinosaurs comic on the dinosaurs ABC television adaptation. It's because she's too young to remember it. No, I watched all of it. Have we talked about how Dinosaur's show ends? Yes. I think we talked about it like a few times. Yeah. It's incredible. Okay, it go is. look up how the Dinosaur show ended if, you, if you're a new listener. It brilliant. Is, it, it is honestly one of the most brilliant, subversive endings of any TV show. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's Don't equal go to, look it up if you're looking for something to cheer you up. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's equal to the idea of Absorbing Man uh, joining Quasar's Scooby Squad. Yeah, and then in the second season of the uh, Quasar Soup, Scooby Squad Phantom Lady uh, DC Marvel show, uh, we're going to introduce the dinosaur characters, and it's turned out the shared universe with that yeah, show. The Nata Mama Baby is going to be the the, the 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 character we're going to throw in there as for comic relief. Oh, like he's going to wow. be pushing around the baby dinosaur in a stroller while trying to get to his various appointments. That's going to be hilarious. Yes, That's it is. That's really funny. He's going to hit with the frying pan. Oh, oh man. Yeah. While screaming, not the mama. Not the mama, that's right. That's going to be in the show. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to get sued by ABC. Ted Turner is going to want a piece of that. I think we should we should show. we should grab that for the soundboard preemptively. Wait, why would Ted Turner be involved in this? Because Ted he's involved Turner. in everything. He's yes, part of the yeah. Illuminati. Ted Turner created ABC. Donald Trump is just Ted Turner in a costume. I believe he did. Ted uh, Turner. Ted Turner. ABC. No, no, that's uh, TNT and TBS. He created a bunch of... Uh, yeah, ABC he, is much older than Ted Turner. ABC is Disney. Wow. Well, never mind. It is yeah. Disney. Oh. Ted Turner created like a bunch of the cable channels. Yeah. Well, if AB- I he knew may he did have CNN gotten, and everything. He may have gotten to start working with them or something yeah. like that. And that's he, probably why I'm thinking that. He created WCW Wrestling. He did. I learned that's that recently. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I guess if ABC was Disney, that's one fewer company that we have to worry about a lawsuit from. Yeah, so right. just cool. the one. Yeah. He yeah. also yeah. created Captain Planet, or co-created. Uh, yeah, 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 because he was really into the Earth. And we all agree that it didn't work. <laughs> no. Well, all those kids are grown up now, and what, the, what have they done? Yeah. Fucking nothing. nothing. They got cubicle jobs or no yeah. jobs. Yeah, they went to work at Quasar's In my, in my case. <laughs> Um, but our first entry in Dino Month is going to be uh, DC Special number 27 from 1977. We're going to learn all about Captain Comet as well as dinosaurs. It's called Danger, Dinosaurs at Large. And then mm-hmm. there's a sexy dinosaur man. <laughs> there is a, the sexy dinosaur man is like a human body with a like an oversized T-Rex head. And I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a man or a woman. And I was going to say, I think that's a sexy dinosaur woman. No, that's a dude. Look at the, the shape of the pectorals. Look at the Shay? shape of the crotch. Shay, right. I've, I actually already read the comic. 
It's a man. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought I saw breasts. No, his nope. penis would be right where that guy's leg is. That's why they covered yep. it up. He's about it's to a... kick him. Look, he's about to kick the dinosaur man the balls. And that's wow. why the dinosaur man's like flinching. It's exciting. He's wearing gloves. He has nails and it's a V cut and it looks like mm-hmm. he has breasts. He's just fabulous, dude. I have to say, I read this recently in preparing uh, for Dinosaur Month, and I have to say, Captain Comet kind of blew my mind about who, how fucking cool he is. Oh, does he, that, does he care, opposite of Quasar. Does he, does, yeah. he, does he care about people? <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's he a cares about book. dinosaurs. Yes. Clearly, well, he not, doesn't. Not this one, no. Look, he's punching he's, it in the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it's like a shark. That's how you do it. You punch it straight on. He's yeah. like, no lewd gestures. I don't like that. Uh, anyway, we're, we're going to do all that next week. Very, very exciting. Uh, all dinosaur comics all month. We've got a lot of fun stuff for that. Um, I think that's it, though. Shay, do you have any closing plugs for us? Uh, I have one. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I, I came up with uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like, we're your ball and chain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was going to tell people they'd be absorbing my heart if they slam that subscribe button at Darkside's Couch or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, uh-huh. see, it works It works better when you both do it, actually. Yeah, uh-huh. that, might, that might work. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, you can send us your comic book requests at Darkside's Couch on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, although it's going to have to wait because we've got a bunch of stuff planned already. That's right. Anybody got any last things they want to add? I think that uh, superheroes are better when they don't hurt people. Shay? Uh, all respect to Stingray. Wait, did I say that even though my, some of my favorite characters are like Punisher yes. and Wolverine? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you've done a real 180 lately. Yeah. I, I This was a pleasant surprise. And, and that's the that's why I don't like Superman anymore because he's no longer like Quasar. Wow. Really? Your arc over the course of this podcast has been fascinating. Yes. Well, I think I have multiple personality disorder. <laughs> or you're just changing after uh, exposing yourself to more. I just like <gasps> I just like people being nice to each other. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure you like that. I do like that. It's nice. Only in comic book form. No, I like it. I, I watch a lot of dog rescue videos. All right, I think I, I think we're done. When Mike comes back in, it throws everything off. Ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. And we'll talk to you next time on The Couch. Now you're going to find out why they call Crusher Creel the Absorbent Man. My nipples explode with the light.